If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Setting boundaries isn't always fun. So what I wanted to offer you today is some helpful boundary phrases that you can use so that if you are feeling challenged, that you can find the words that you need to communicate those boundaries clearly. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium. And hi, Robert. Well, hello. I am Robert Wooten, certified Reiki master teacher. Good to be here today. First of all, I just want to take a moment for those who are listening over Thanksgiving week to send a little extra love and gratitude and thankfulness for you in our lives, for what we share together. It's so hard to believe as I'm starting to prepare holiday food. So I've already started making my dressing. I know in different parts of the country, some of you call it dressing, (laughs) some people call it stuffing. Where I'm from, we called it dressing. So I've started the components 
for the dressing. Now that I eat gluten-free, it's a little bit more complicated. So I make all my little crumbs and things beforehand. There's a little hub of activity, but what I'm enjoying about it is it's this opportunity to move a little bit slower, to be intentional, put this love energy into the food that I'm creating and just the energy of thankfulness, of connection, of appreciating the blessings. Yeah, we're really starting to feel the energy that gets built up around the holiday season. And a lot of it has to do with family get-togethers and gatherings and exchanges of information and things that happened over the past year with each other for people we don't see very often. And then there's the exchange of food and the exchange of gifts. And all of these things are built up in this season that we have from this point moving forward to the end of the year. And I think that a lot of that brings forward things like gratitude and acceptance and things that are not normally brought up in the normal dealings of our day-to-day life, right? This is sort of a special time for families. It's a special time for kids. It's a special time for getting together and celebrating. I do appreciate that we have a usually very internalized experience of gratitude and to have something that prompts us to talk about it, to share about it together is just a nice opportunity to kind of peek into the window of what's happening with other people, where their hearts are, and the beauty that's emerging in our Mm -hmm. own growth, in our own process. And sometimes I enjoy when people share something and I think, oh, I'm grateful for that too. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm grateful. So it just becomes this really beautiful multiplied blessing. I recognize also that family has a tendency to really bring up some of these patterns within our soul families. We've talked about some of those soul dynamics in episode number three with overcoming the black sheep dynamic. So if you have been the scapegoat or in any way the black sheep within the family, I really recommend you also listening to that episode. And we also talked about some of just what it's like as a soul family with contracts, what kind of undercurrent or contract you may have made on a soul level with those that are in your family. We talked about that in Introduction to Soul Family in episode number 27. So depending on your situation, you may also want to check out those episodes to supplement what we're going to be talking about today with boundaries. Our soul family dynamics really play out with those people in our lives that we have contracted to have close relationships with, and that sometimes that really pushes us in both positive and challenging ways to help us in our growth process. So not everybody's family experience is considered nurturing, is supportive, is as exciting. And sometimes, even if it's just that one person at the family gathering who presents a lot of challenge or just energetically isn't in resonance with you, you may feel a little bit of tension as it's time to think about, all right, we're going to gather around the table and connect with them and, uh, you know, try and sometimes predict what kind of things might they say? What are my responses? At least that's what I've done in the past is try and play some of those things out a little bit beforehand. But as we go through this journey of growth, of evolution, of learning how to love ourselves in a deeper way, we learn how to respect ourselves, how to treat ourselves with kindness, with gentleness. We learn how to take up our space and express ourselves and moving from that caterpillar to the butterfly energy. And in doing so, learning how to take care of ourselves, we learn how to share with other people 
how to show love, care, and compassion to us as well. So how they can respect our energy, respect the unique way that it shows up, and how we receive care, compassion, and love. And usually what that looks like is realigning some things with boundaries, making it clear with those people in your life that maybe need some direction or that you have perhaps avoided being clear and direct in what makes you feel comfortable and what feels detrimental to the relationship. Being able to stand in that self-love, being able to still love that other person, care for them, want the best for them, but also being willing to enforce your boundaries, to share and communicate your boundaries in a healthy way, really has the potential to transform the relationship. For one, it can help take a relationship that maybe is going to fracture and, you know, burn in the fires of transformation as you continue growing and your vibrations become two very different frequencies. But it also has the potential to take that connection and evolve it into something new from a new platform of self-love and self-care that you're sharing and being able to create a loving and a welcoming space that says, yeah, I'm open for this. Let's connect. Let's share here. And boundaries also help us to understand where those lines are. This is mine and this is yours. And how to step out of judgment of other people's responses. It becomes about our own responsibility of how do I show up for myself? How am I showing up for my needs? How am I conveying and communicating that? Because I can't really be angry at them I have to be just clear in how it is that I'm enforcing what feels healthy for me. So I'll be honest with you, I had a little trouble getting my head into this concept because it's not something that I grew up thinking about. How do I set boundaries for how I want other people to treat me? And instead, I tried to negotiate around other people. You know, I tried to say, well, I'm not going to start this conversation with someone else if I think it's going to turn negative. Or if it starts going that way, I'll try to diffuse it with humor or sidestep it in some way. So it never occurred to me that, yeah, if you tell people how you want to be treated, then they know how to treat you. The other side of that is, is that some people may never think about how you want to be treated. They're expulsing out their own thoughts and their own feelings, and they haven't thought, like, what is this person's response going to be? Is this going to hurt their feelings if I say this? Is this going to drag into an argument? Some people never think of that. They just say things. They just react in ways. So they need to be told, you know, if this is a sensitive subject for you, to take some kindness with this, have some compassion about how you communicate with certain members of your family or with all members of your family, really. It made me think of, like, if you were going to loan somebody your car and your car has some issues with it that you know how it works because you drive it all the time, but yet someone else is just going to jump in it. Well, they're going to drive the car the way that they think every car needs to be driven, and it's going to be difficult for them. They're not going to know how to drive your car properly. So you have to give them the instructions of like, oh yeah, you have to pedal the gas a little bit. You have to you know, put it in gear and shift in a certain way, or you have to hold the steering wheel in a certain way to keep it from drifting. And once you've told them that, when they get in the car and they start driving it, then they understand, oh yeah, this is what they were talking about and I can do these things. And now I know how to do this properly. And it's the same way with communication. When you set boundaries, you are really telling people how you want to be communicated with so that you can have a positive relationship. We're trying to find, you know, is there a middle space that allows us to be in that place of self-respect, of kindness, of self-care and self-love? And 
that isn't compromising that? Well, where can there be a coexisting? So it's a bit of a discovery process and boundaries evolve. They change. They evolve as you learn more about yourself, as you step more into that loving and nurturing space and your level of willingness to compromise that. And it evolves with your sense of self-growth and your process and your understanding of yourself, which is always changing, and your understanding of what your needs are. So boundaries are meant to be something that grow with you. And as always, whenever you're asserting a new boundary, depending on the person, there can be a little bit of pushback to that of, wait a minute, you're not going to be my supply anymore, my, (laughs) you know, narcissistic supply that I can connect with. Or it can be, you know, what do you mean this whole new dynamic that I'm not comfortable with, where I'm not able to as easily manipulate you? What do you mean by this? With everything, there can be a little bit of a pushback. But what's important is that when you feel solid in what's healthy and what's appropriate for you and your lack of willingness to compromise in that, you can communicate those things in a loving way without anger to that person. It's just very direct. You know, this is my experience. This is where we're creating some safe space together. And this is what that looks like for me. Can you join me in that space? And they have to in turn be responsible for, does that fit with them? Does that fit with their journey and so forth? What I'm offering today is some helpful boundary phrases that you can use depending on your situation that you can practice and work on getting more comfortable, turn them into your own language so that it feels good for you. So that if you run into these situations, if you are feeling challenged, that you can find the words that you need to communicate those boundaries clearly. And sure, people use humor a lot to just deflect and move around it, but it doesn't really communicate clearly what it is that you're really trying to say. Right. So you're generally going to have to reconfront the issue over and over again. So at some point, even if you are one of those people who likes to use humor to deflect and move around the situation, also consider, is there a way in any of these phrases or in another way for you that you can communicate more clearly what it is that you truly want to say? What's really on your heart? Can you open that throat chakra and share openly from the heart and trust in that process and trust in whatever it is that needs to happen as a result of that. Here are 11 helpful boundary phrases that you can work into your vocabulary. You can turn it into your words for your particular situation and get comfortable sharing your boundaries with other people in a clear and concise way. One, That conversation feels really personal to me, and this doesn't feel like the right environment to dive deeper into that. I'd rather use this time to just celebrate, insert, holiday, event, whatever. Two, I recognize that you have strong opinions about this, and I can respect that. I do too, so I don't want to have these types of conversations. Number three, the way I see it, this issue is way more complicated, and I don't feel excited to just dive into all of that right now. Number four, I don't think this holiday is the best time to dive deeper into all of this. Number five, this isn't up for debate. It's pretty clear. You can use that for everything. Well, this isn't up for debate. Right. That's how I feel about it. (laughs) Number six, I don't want to spend our time together talking about this. 
I really like that one. That's one of my personal favorites. Number seven, my personal health, political, spiritual, insert the topic (laughs) choices were made with a lot of careful consideration. And while I appreciate the care that you're trying to show, it isn't up for discussion. Number eight, hey, we won't always agree. That's okay. Number nine, I do not feel comfortable revisiting this. Number 10, this is a good one for if someone really tries to use guilt, a lot of guilt manipulation. I notice that when I express a preference that doesn't agree with yours, that the reaction is often really negative. It's okay for us to believe different things. And number 11. The last one uses a little bit of humor and it's more in the deflective energy, but it's an easy thing to use and it kind of rolls off the tongue. Ah, this is killing the vibe. Let's talk about something else. Right. That's a good one. I like that one. Setting boundaries, honestly, isn't always fun. But usually the truth is it's harder the dread or the nervousness that we might be feeling around the boundary and the stories that we're attaching to the whole situation, how we're playing things out in our heads, when really the process of setting in a boundary can feel very healing. It can feel really comforting. It can feel really safe as you step into a greater sense of self-responsibility, self-love, and self-care. And one, showing your inner child that you are capable, that you're able to create this beautiful, healing, safe space for yourself. That's really big. And just that healing act, changing the energy, really shifts the vibration that you're sending out into the universe. And you begin to attract those things that are more fulfilling that are more supportive because you are being clear in your energy and your vibration about what's your yeses, what are my no's, I'm not going to stick around (laughs) for this. So getting clear on those things. When we practice using these opportunities for communication, even the challenging conversations, it helps us in our growth. We had a great podcast episode with Richard West where he talked about conscious relating right. and how to use those challenging communication experiences to help you to grow and to release and raise your vibration to a higher level. So these aren't things to run away from. These are things to step into that they bring us more of a sense of wholeness and peace and healthy healing. And so as you step into this holiday season, and really as you step into any new environment that you're coming into, bring these one or two helpful phrases into your life, into your vocabulary, so that you feel comfortable using them whenever you need to. However it is that you celebrate whatever your personal experience of this end of year reflective sharing time. I wish you joy. I wish you positive energy and I wish you a little extra love to just help you to sail through this time with peace and joy in your heart. Thanks so much for listening. If you have enjoyed our podcast, if you've enjoyed this episode or other episodes, I would love it if you would take just a moment of your time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. Your rates and reviews really help us to stretch out, to reach new people, and to continue to offer this sharing with you. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. 
Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Thank you.